Well, good morning, everybody. This is Michelle. Welcome to the Monday Morning Confident Coaches Call. I'm happy to be with you today. Um, so I want to just kind of briefly introduce this topic that we're going to talk about because it's a little bit different. Um, we're really focusing on the skills, the beliefs, and the actions of your coaching clients or those folks that you're serving. So you're in this uh, coaching capacity and you're focusing on their ability to be resilient when it comes to building skills, beliefs, and actions. Now, we're not talking about knowledge, which is another key kind of component in, in the growth and change process, because knowledge can come from a lot of different places. Um, but we really talk, uh, you know, knowledge is one of those things that is more of a mentoring piece. And so mentoring is this process of giving somebody information. And what we're talking about today is really helping your I'm going to call them clients. So whether you're a coach or you're a leader, I'll call them clients. So it's really helping your clients understand how to build their own resilience in these three areas. Okay, so let me define resilience for you really quickly. Uh, it's A lot of people will say resilience is the ability to bounce back. I think it is, but, but that's uh, very simplistic. So to me, resilience is the ability to meet with something that's, let's say, tough, okay? It's a, it's a struggle. Um, it's also the ability to creatively solve a problem in your struggle. It's the ability to thrive as you're doing it. And when you come out on the other side, you're able to help other people, okay? So as we're going through these three things, I want you to think about resiliency in that way, that it's so much more than just bouncing back from something that's hard. It's really this ability to make whatever you're going through um, really good, okay? Uh, it's the essence of failing forward. So I'll explain the three. I'll give you some examples, uh, and then, of course, some homework, right, because that's what we do here. Okay, so the first one, skill. Um, when you're working with a coaching client, you, you want them not only to increase in their knowledge, their understanding, their awareness, but also their skill level, whatever that might mean. Um, and so this is where we talk about the learning cycle with our clients. We want them to understand that there's a time when they're not aware about something, right? And then they start to become aware and as they start to become aware about this skill, you know, then, then they realize, oh, I don't, I don't know anything about this. And they start seeking for help, okay? And then as they practice and they get better at that, whatever that skill is, um, they start to see that in themselves. And then it becomes this innate thing that now they're not really uh, aware that they're doing it because they're so good at it. Okay, so a, a great example would be, um, children and tying shoes, okay? A at some point, a child realizes, oh, I want to tie my shoes myself. I don't want my mom or dad to do that, right? So they become aware of, of this need to do something, and they begin to practice or, you know, somebody tries to teach them. 
um, and and this there's this struggle. I call it a holy struggle, right? Because you're you're struggling through something, but you're working on it in such a way that you you might get it right once, but you might get it wrong ten times, right? And so slowly but surely you become competent in that area. And then, I mean, think about yourself. When was the last time you thought about tying your shoes? Probably not in a long time, right? That's kind of the point is that when you're working on a skill, you want your coaching client to understand where they are in this learning cycle. Are they just coming into it or are they just coming out of it? Okay, so it's not so much this idea of, you know, I want to make sure that they're doing their job X, Y, and Z. It's really getting them to key into this learning cycle for themselves. And the idea of, of failing forward. So you're, you see that you've, you know, made a mistake. Okay, how can we creatively solve this problem? As you're working with your coaching client or as a leader who's working with your staff, this is the area where you really want to be pouring into them how you think. That is a skill set just as anything else that they can do with their hands. Okay? You want to help them see where they're at and acknowledge their resilience. One of the things I'm, I'm very fond of saying, whether it be here at home with the kids or um, I said this last week uh, several times at, at a training. You can do hard things, right? This is hard. I recognize that this is hard for you, whatever that might be. And you can do hard things. See, it's important because we're not just about getting results. We want to get results, right? It's the process of getting to the results that really matters because you can get a result from a person, you know, one off, but you want a result all the time, right? So it's that process of learning to think. So I've told this story before. I was working with a very young teacher and she uh, just out of school, very, she's awesome with kids, but really had a, a struggle with parents. And so we were going through this plan and trying to help her grow in the way that she spoke to parents. And when we made this plan, I had, of course, my idea, being her leader, I had some great ideas about what she could do. However, through that conversation, I realized there's no way she can do my ideas. She can't get the results that I want because she's so far behind that. So long story short, what we had to do was we had to like backtrack and and really say, okay, stop. Where are you at right now? What do you want, right? So in her learning cycle, we realized, okay, she can't be aware of these five things I wanted her to do because she's not that far along on her journey. And so as she was trying to build her skill, starting where she was at, she started to fast track her growth. And I realized it was because whenever we had conversations, yes, of course we asked, you know, how's it going? What, what are you doing? You know, tell me, tell me what you've done since I saw you last. Um, but I was also really keying in on helping her understand where she was in the learning cycle. And, and then this failing forward process. 
so so really what my job was was not only to ask great questions but but to key in on those thinking things and show her hey good job look here look where you're at okay and she developed this confidence over time and so as i you know would would try to work with her on the next step it became a little bit easier because she already knew where we were going with it okay over time what you're trying to do is work yourself out of a job you want your your client or your your staff member to be in such a place with these ideas again that's where that resilience comes in right you want them to be resilient and thinkers so they can solve their own problems okay right now i'm i'm on this string uh many of my coaching clients are leaders and they're struggling with delegation so this is kind of a, a, a hate, hate thing. <laughs> Although when you struggle through this and you realize the magic and the power behind delegation, you can never go back. And so throughout this whole process, as we're having conversations, of course, I'm, I'm wanting to know, tell me more about how you delegated this out. Who did you give it to? What were your conversations like? And I'm keying in for them where they are in that learning cycle. Okay, so that is skill. That's how you, you help your client become resilient with their skills. Now let's talk about beliefs. Beliefs are a totally different thing. Um, very related to skill. That's one thing you'll notice from all three of these today. They're all interrelated. As I was putting this together, I was like, how do I explain the difference between these three? Um, and realizing that you can't really touch on one without the other two. Um, honestly, belief is the thing that is going to help your client be successful or keep them from success. You can know a lot of stuff. You can even go and do a lot of stuff. But if you don't believe that you can do something or you don't make a decision to do something, it's not going to happen. Belief is this thing uh, that, that I call static. Uh, it can kind of get in the way of you going to the next level. Okay? So you've got to learn how to deal with it. You have to be resilient when your fear comes. Okay? I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that if you took any emotion in the world, it really boils down to one of two emotions, either fear or love. This, this kind of falling back or going forward. And so most of the time I find with my coaching clients that when they are struggling with something, um, it's not necessarily a knowledge thing, may not even be a skill thing, but it starts in their belief system. I, I have a, a client right now. Actually, I've got three clients. Uh, this is the time of year in the education industry where uh, there's a lot of staff turnover, um, you know, retiring at the end of the year, getting ready for the next year, that kind of thing. So I have three clients who are all uh, interviewing for their next best job. And there's a lot of fear there, a lot of apprehension, a lot of worry, a lot of anxiety. And so I find that the, the calls that what we're focusing on right now really has to do with fear and their emotion. Um, you know, very little is how do I put my resume together? You can find that knowledge somewhere, right? Um, but we do talk about 
who do you want to be when you walk in that room to interview? You know, the the confident person who knows who you are, who knows how you fit in a team, right? We talk through all of those things. But really, I'm getting down to the beliefs, right? Um, We want to override your fear to a new belief. Because when you do everything you can, once you hit that submit button, right, all you got to do is interview after that, right? Um, so the, the fear can help you or hurt you because if you go into that interview and you're full of fear, you're not confident, um, you're going to sabotage yourself, right? Yeah. Uh, I also helped a client. Unfortunately, she, she needed to fire a, a staff member. Uh, this is never a fun thing, obviously, especially when it's your first one. And she's given me permission to kind of tell her story. I'm not going to say her name, though. And throughout that process, there was a lot of fear. And there was a lot of anger and there was some hurt there. And so as we were talking about the process of firing somebody, I really wanted to help her key into where are you at right now? How do you feel? Because that static can kind of get in the way, and it causes stress. So there's stress hormones involved, so that washes over your brain, and that limits your ability to be creative and to solve problems. So my job as a coach is also to key into this is the static that's getting in the way. Does that make sense? Okay. Because we really want our, our clients to move forward. And many times, this is the area that a lot of coaches never really get to. You know, they want to come in and say, well, you just got to go do this. When in reality, we want them to be resilient throughout this, this place of fear. So we talk about making fear your friend. I've done a lot of teachings on this. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. But the essence of making fear your friend is that you would you know, invite fear as if it was a a good friend to sit with you at the table and let fear tell you all the things you need to know. So, for example, when you're thinking about, um, okay, this person firing their first staff member, okay, what do you need to know? Well, fear is going to say, you know, this person is going to yell at you. Um, What are you going to do to replace them? Uh, another thing is, you know, what are you going to do? This person has been so toxic on your team. What are you going to do when you fire them? How are you going to let your team know, right? And so literally you sit down and fear is telling you all of these things. Now, listen, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, kick fear to the curb. I say, nay, nay, let fear come to you because fear is there telling you the things that, that will keep you safe. So you write that list down. And then for each point, you come up with your, your solution, right? So, so some people will look and say, fear is giving you this big, long list of all these reasons why you shouldn't be doing this one thing, right? When in reality, you look at it a little bit differently and you say, oh, look at that. I've got my plan of attack now, right? And so I went through this process with this coaching client and she made it her plan and she, she, as she went through and was firing this individual, she said she had a sense of peace doing it. And even though it was hard in the moment, 
She knew that it was the best thing for her and her team. And she also, in the, in the heat of the moment, she said, I remembered the things that we talked about, and I didn't get caught up in the moment. It would have been so easy for me as her coach to give her all the reasons why she should go fire this person and just say, do it. In reality, I want her to wrestle with that fear. I want her to figure out what to do with that. Because here's the thing, we're trying to work ourselves out of a job, right? So in, you know, three, four, five years time, when I'm no longer this person's coach and she's got to fire another person, I want her to remember what she just did. Okay, it's, you're putting tools in their toolbox. Okay, now, the last one that we're going to talk about is action. So a lot of people, especially, I work with a lot of different coaches, okay? So I have my own personal coaches that help me. Uh, I also have coaches that I teach and train, and some of them I oversee in different capacities. Um, I'm also involved in the John Maxwell team, so that's, you know, thousands of coaches. So when I'm talking about coaching, I have a, a little bit of a different perspective on it than most people. One thing I know, though, is that all coaches want to see their, their clients move forward, right, to hit their growth goals and to get results, outcomes. And really, we want them to move forward in this place of action. So some clients that I know of, because of their personality type, this is not an issue. Some of them I have to back up and say, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. we got to talk about belief here because you, you got to think about your thinking first before you go do, because they have a natural tendency to do. Then there are some other clients of mine that have a natural tendency to think or overthink or overanalyze. They can think, 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 and maybe never do, okay? And so for them, this one is particularly important. So action is about production, so getting stuff done, right? So no procrastination. Uh, when I'm working with a, a client and I give them homework to do and they come back the next week and they, they don't have their homework done, uh, then I just, I don't, there's no shame, there's no judgment. I just get really curious and I want to know why. You said you were going to do this. Like, this isn't my homework, right? And, and let me clarify, I don't give them homework. We, we work on that together. They come up with their own action steps. So they create their own homework. They create their own plan. And therefore, they go do it. And if they don't do it, then I wonder why. Okay. Typically, honestly, it will come back to a belief, that, that fear, again, that gets in the way. It's usually not a knowledge or a skill thing. It's a belief. And so we confront that again. Uh, action is also about discipline, right? Just, just following your own plans giving yourself a command and following through. I'll, I'll be honest with you. When I uh, was working with a, my own coach this past week, I realized I've kind of found a pattern where I, I say I'm going to do something and then I don't do it. 
and this has happened several weeks in a row. And so we were really kind of delving deep into this. And I realized for myself, I want to be the kind of person that's getting results. And so I give myself a lot of things to do. And I realized that I need to step back a little bit from my life and I need to have more times of reflection. I've been in a season of doing, 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 and now it's a, a time to step back. And so the things that I was putting on my, my list to do every week were things that I thought I should do, right? When in reality, they weren't the things that I really wanted to do or needed to do. Okay, and so my coach was able to help me see that. And so, I mean, don't get me wrong, we still have an action plan, but my action plan is more centered around taking care of myself and doing the personal development things that I know always puts me in a position to be more successful in my business. Okay, so as we're working with our clients here, we want to know that the actions that they're taking are ultimately going to get them to the results. Okay, just doing is not enough. So also remember that, that sometimes when you're working with a client, the, the action part, the doing part, don't ever try to put a judgment on whether it's big or small or hard or not. Sometimes when you're working with a client, their action step can seem so small to you that you're like, really? That's what you want to do? But it's not small to them. And they may be wrestling in, you know, it could be wrestling in, in a skill or even a belief part. And so when they're making that action plan, I usually just ask, is this reasonable? And they will tell me yes or no. And I trust them. Okay, it's not my job to push them beyond their limits. It's my job to trust them. And so I'll let them go and do their plan. And usually when I when this ever this happens, they come back and they tell me about huge growth that's happened. Okay, so trust them in this action place. Um, resilience comes from intentional support in this area. Okay, so when somebody is, is trying out their action steps, especially those clients who are great overanalyzers, they're, they're doing what I call getting ready to get ready, right? Um, always ready to be ready, but not really getting out there and getting it done. Uh, resilience comes from you as the coach intentionally supporting them and noticing every single time whether you think it's big or little, because nothing is, nothing is ever little on this journey of growth, okay? Every win is a big win. But you being their cheerleader in this regard. For example, I have a coaching client who for three weeks we, we were talking about the logo on her business card. And I finally just had to say, hey, listen, um, you're paying me, and you're paying me very well, and I don't think you want to use our time together on this logo. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to put my foot down and next time you're either going to have the logo done or we're just not going to talk about it. We need to move on. And so the very next day she said, Michelle, I finally picked the colors for my logo. I texted back. I said, awesome. Sounds great. What's the next step? 
So the next day she, she says, okay, Michelle, I've got the font for my, my logo. Awesome. Great. Sounds good. I know that was a hard, hard thing for you. You can do hard things. You know, so every day, and, and by the next time that we had our, our next call, she had moved on. But I really feel that it was me highlighting all of those little teeny tiny baby steps along the way for her. Okay, so I was showing her this is how you can become resilient even in your action steps. Okay, so again, resilience is that ability to meet with something that's hard. So it could be a skill that you've never worked on before, right? Like delegation. Could be a belief, that fear that comes for you, right? Um, could be an action. So you're going out, you're, you're trying something, and, and you know, you, you could have a lot of hardness, <laughs> for lack of a better term, difficulty, I guess, in that, okay? So you can meet that. You can creatively solve your problems. You can thrive right? You're going to learn and grow because of it. And here's the kicker. On the other side, you not only can do this for yourself, but you can help other people. One of the things that I would love to see, and I'm working with a lot of clients right now in their leadership capacity, is I need them to know to struggle with this process of delegation to struggle and become uh, experts at it, not only for themselves, not just to work myself out of a job, so that they can help people on their team go through that struggle themselves. When they have folks that they are leading and they are also uh, amazing at delegation, the whole organization wins. So it's not just about helping your one client. It's about instilling in them the inner resources they need to be successful beyond whatever your growth plan is with them. You are literally helping to build a new person, new beliefs, new skills, new actions, new habits, so that they can turn around and do that with somebody else. Okay, it's a it's a higher form of leadership. Uh, I believe coaching is is the highest form of leadership. You don't even have to have a position or a title to do it. Uh, it's just a way of of impacting and influencing other people to be their the best version of themselves they can be, so that they can turn around and do that with somebody else. So when we're talking about this process of, of showing them how resilient they are. A key piece as a coach is just highlighting for them, this is what I see in your thinking process. So that they gain over time the confidence that comes from that preparation. Okay? So what kind of homework can we do? Well, I have, I have some thoughts. There's, you know, of course, you can, you can pick anything from this. Um, as you're, I hope you are taking notes, you can for sure come up with some sort of plan for yourself after you spend a little, little time reflecting. I have a couple thoughts. So the first thing is just in this area of these three skills. So in your current skill level, in your current beliefs, and in your current actions, 
you know, how resilient are you? Many of you know I, I love the, the 1 to 10 rating because it just it kind of gives you a, I don't know, just a number to shoot for, right? So if 1 was really low and 10 is really high, how resilient are you? So in your current skill level, um, in your job, in your roles, how, how resilient do you feel with your skills? 1 to 10. So once you find your number, then ask yourself, what can I do to make that number go higher? And whatever comes to you in that moment, write that down. That's your action step. Okay? And I want you to think about in your, your coaching or in your leadership, which one of these three areas do you tend to focus on the most? Is it skill, belief, or action? And just kind of spend a moment reflecting and asking yourself, why do you spend the most time on that? And how can you beef up spending time on the other two? Okay? There's, there's absolutely no right or wrong way to, to do this homework. It's really just reflecting and, and trying to figure out for yourself, where am I at with this? All right, so I see we are coming to a close. Next time, next week, we're going to talk about perception and the role that perception has to play with your coaching client. Uh, lots of really great information. I promise you it's one of those uh, that you're going to want to have for future use. And uh, it does that absolutely relates to what we talked about today, okay? So for those of you who would like a recording of this, I know this is the live call. If you'd like a recording uh, pretty soon, I'd say within the next hour or so, this should be up and running on the podcast. So you can find us anywhere you can find podcasts. And it's the title is Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life. Um, I'm so excited. We just hit 2,000 plus listeners this morning, and we are now in 18 different countries. So feel free to keep telling your friends. Uh, I really appreciate when you do that. If you found value in this call, please share it with other folks, especially those um, that are coaches in, in your organization. So with that, I am holding an image of you being intentionally influential amazingly aware, persistently present, and confidently coaching the people in your personal and professional life. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing week, and we'll catch you next Monday. All right. Bye-bye.